And I spoke with the older entrepreneur, older than my dad, I think uh, this gentleman is 70, 75. I met him at the country club. We were just talking. I walked up to him. I already knew him because he was an entrepreneur. He was a customer of ours. Mm -hmm. And I asked him, I was like, sir, I said, I know you're an entrepreneur. What advice would you give a young entrepreneur in my situation? He knows my situation as far as being a second gen, yeah. taking over a company. He said, call me Lil Marcus. Okay. So anybody can call me Lil Marcus Kelvin, they know me, know me. For sure. I don't like to be called look by Lil Marcus, <laughs> by anybody that yeah. don't know me. Call me Fitz, Fitzgerald, or just call me Marcus. Yeah. But he called me Lil Marcus, so we're very comfortable. Gotcha. Basically peer to peer, mm -hmm. even though he's about 60 years older than me. Yeah. He said, with your opportunity, you have no time to waste. Yeah. He said, but you have a luxury to grow and cultivate the company. And he said, don't screw up. Yeah. That's the last thing you tell me, don't screw up. That's some great advice, yeah. Cultivate. And uh, stuck with me ever since. And I've been, that just set me on the expressway to just figure out what ways can I grow the company? Yeah. Can I do this? But I thank God for my dad because he knows what I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. He know that. I go 100 miles per hour, not reckless, yeah. but I'm I'm there, I'm on time. I work seven days a week, Kelvin. Okay. I'm dedicated wow. to this company. I'm dedicated to my clients. And he's like, hold, let me slow you down. And he's teaching me patience. Yeah. I had no patience. Hey, what's going on, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Equity Tab. Listen, man, I'm excited to talk to you guys and have my good brother Marcus here. Uh, just doing an interview with him, man. Look, this is going to be good. We talk about generational wealth. We talk about building businesses that you can pass on to your kids and future generations, your grandkids. But Marcus is a uh, living testimony that, you know, that does happen in our community. His dad started a successful business. Uh, I won't steal your thunder. I'm going to let you talk a little bit about it. But uh, what's crazy is, you know, it's, it's, it's those opportunities when you meet people for the first time and y'all have those rare connections. We recently met, we're part of the same organization. Mm -hmm. uh, one black man, man. yeah, for sure, man. And we, we met at the golf tournament. Golf uh, tournament. He kicked my butt, of course. <laughs> I'm not the best golfer, uh, but I enjoy going out playing with the fellas so bad. Had a chance to meet you, dude. Uh, we talked a little bit of business. Uh, we mostly was looking for balls, well, at least yeah. me, so we didn't get a chance to dive deep into your story. Right. So. I'm excited that we got this opportunity, man, yeah. to, to learn about, you know, you learn about your dad, learn about your business and all mm -hmm. that good stuff. So do me a favor, man. The floor is yours. Introduce yourself. All tell right. everybody a little bit about yourself. And we're going to get into this, man. All right. My name is Marcus Brown II. I am a uh, basically IT consultant. I'm a COO of Complete Computer Services. It is a brick and mortar story, family ran and operated. Uh, we're based out of Memphis, Tennessee. But we have customers that we service countrywide. Um, we uh, basically AV, audio, video, cameras, telephone, structured networking. When it comes to IT, we are the people you need to call. Cool. That's dude. why we uh, went with the name Complete. Complete okay. Services. That's cool, man. So I know your dad, You in conversation, you said your dad started coming. How long have you guys been in business? We've been in business before I've been born. Well, before I was born, uh, I'm only 29. My dad been in business 35 years. Been in the okay. field over 40 years. So basically, when I was born, and on the delivery table, he say he's gonna take over the company one day. Yeah. He, he jokes about it all <laughs> the time and say, "Hey, when you were born, I knew what you were gonna be." And it took time for me to accept it and learn it and to know what I wanted uh, 
to realize that. That's and cool. I fell in love with it just as much as he did, if not more. That's what's up, man. So did you uh, did you jump into any other career field or this was like your first job out of college? Like, tell me a little bit about that. So what I was telling you earlier, um, back in 2002, I think I was like in first or second grade. Okay. Really, really young. Uh, summers, we hung around my dad's office playing with printers, trying to figure that out, just being a kid yeah. and just enjoying the essence of troubleshooting we didn't realize i was i didn't realize i was troubleshooting i just was having fun being occupied yeah but, uh, during the summers we would have summer camps for youth programs like the y or church okay. after school programs and i was training kids on what hardware was okay what is a motherboard what is the responsibility of a motherboard what's your yeah. hard drive and i was seven or eight years old yeah. and wow. teaching <laughs> in high school kids on you know, what, what's the objective of a motherboard? What's a floppy disk drive if that on, you know, a lot of people <laughs> off right there. So uh, it's been around in my entire life. And yeah. it was always an option for me. Um, I have a lot of hobbies. I like to play golf. Yeah. If, if I was a little bit better and dedicated, <laughs> I play with Dominic. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, I like to play golf. Um, I love to cook. If, if I could, had the energy and, and motivation, I would open a restaurant, but who knows? Yeah. I, I may still. I may, yeah, you're young, bro. I'm young, man, but I'm so dedicated and in love with the IT field. I mean, it changes every every day I wake up. Got to keep you on your toes. Yeah. Yeah. Every week, every day, you have to learn something different. If you don't, you're going to be talking to a customer that knows more than you mm. because the information is now public. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I remember uh, growing up and what, from what my dad telling me from in the 80s, that it was almost like a secret on what a computer does yeah. or the 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 way it works. So you I was almost had to steal or rob for the information. Now it's only at a click of a button, it's on your phone, it's on your tablet. So you have to be aggressive, an aggressive learner. For sure. An aggressive learner. But man, I, I think that what uh honestly makes you guys more in demand because there's so much information. It's really hard to decipher what's true and what's not, especially once you're dealing with technology, man. So did you uh, did you go into another career field or as soon as you got done with school, you walked right into As soon as I finished school, I went right right into working for the family business. Okay. What did you go to school for? I went to school for networking. Okay. Uh, learning structured cabling. And that was my, to learn right off, I went to Southwest Community College. Okay. Right off from, I went to Christian Brothers High School, graduated, um, couldn't make up my mind or whether to go off for school or anywhere else. My dad said, hey, try out Southwest. Take you a few courses. Okay. See what you would like. Yeah. Uh, I did take a course in culinary. Okay. But then I realized. Are you serious about cooking? I was serious. Yeah. I still am serious. I go okay. to Instagram page now is Chefin with Fitz. Spell it out. Chefin, C H E F I N underscore Fitz, F I T Z. My middle name is Fitzgerald. Okay. I mean, I'm legit with it, Kelvin. <laughs> I got an apron, I got a jacket. So my question is why you didn't bring nothing for us to sound for, man. I will. Next, okay. next podcast, next two podcasts you have, next the guests you do have, I'll be a plug-in guest. I'm going to hold you to it. Y'all hear him. Yeah, I'm going to hold you to it. But yeah, it's uh, always been a love of mine. But IT, I just always like servicing people. Gotcha. gotcha. Satisfying the customer. Right? Yeah. Whether it is if you come over to my home, Hey, you want something to drink? I become a bartender mm -hmm. or I become a cigar aficionado. Okay. Whatever it is, I just like to please people. Gotcha. Um that's that's what I am. That's what's people up, pleaser. Yeah. To service people. Make sure, hey, you taken care of, you're happy, 
you're happy, I'm happy. Yeah. And that has relayed over into the, our company. And that's okay. how our company rolls. If you are a customer of mine, you're family of mine. Wow. Okay. Hey, that's the way to look at it. And honestly, you have to have that. Uh, and what it sounds like to me is you curate experience. Yes. Right. And you have to have that mind when you're an entrepreneur. People will pay top dollar for a great product and great service. Yeah. Have to take care of the customer. Mm -hmm. You take care of a customer. And I realize this from my dad because we still have customers from 35 years ago. Yeah. And they get new offices or whatever. Somebody takes over. They still want to deal with my dad and I. Okay. Just off of their first initial experience was Marcus is going to take care of me. Mm -hmm. He's going to go to bat and fight for it just like he's a part of the company. Okay. And it sticks with people. Yeah. And you're like, man, I feel good paying you mm -hmm. whatever amount of money because I know that you're going to take care of me. Yeah. I absolutely. know that. So. So so take me back a little bit. How did uh, how did the whole company come about? Was your dad... Uh, was he doing something before technology or he's always been in the technology? So it takes my dad to explain this, but yeah. I'm, I'm going to give you a sneak peek <laughs> into it. So my dad was um, 23 or 24. He had my um, sister was born when he was 25. He'll, he'll tell you this story okay. as well. But he worked in big banks, uh, um, fixing printers, uh, basic troubleshooting with Union Planner Banks. Mm -hmm. That's how far back it goes. Did it change <laughs> the NBC Bank, then SunTrust, now Truist. Uh, he did that, and he uh, felt like he was overlooked. Uh, um, the other, his other co-workers who are... Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he would see them pull up in Mercedes, Benz, and Porsche. He knows more than, know more than they do. And he was always wondering, why was I being looked over? Mm. And he felt that he needed to make a change. And also, when he had my sister, he realized how expensive daycare was. Yeah. He sat down to talk with my mom. He said, Sylvia... I'm gonna take this leap of faith. Mm -hmm. And my mom was like, Marcus, I got your back. Yeah. So he said, hey, I wanna start my own IT business. He wanted to just train people oh, okay. on how to work a computer. Gotcha. And also service them with just basic telephone, analog lines. So this, this is mm -hmm. back in, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before I was born, 87, 93. Okay. Pushing on into uh, what it is today, which is everything is web based. Yeah. Um, so it was him being a, a great risk taker that benefited an entire family. He, his wealth started when he betted on himself. Ooh. And I admire that about him to this day. I still, still don't understand. I still ask him, man, how did, yeah. how did you make it? How did you? Especially you know, in a time like that, you know, yeah, opportunities. For yeah, for yeah. black men, opportunities won uh, like they are today. Yes, right. Uh, it's, it's almost easy for us to step into their entrepreneur role, start our own business. And I see a lot of young entrepreneurs don't succeed because they don't have their perspective of how hard and how difficult it was mm -hmm. for somebody like your father right. to get into this industry and not only get in it, but sustain it for 35 years, 35 years for it to continue to be a family, you know, business and things like that, man. And I know he'll probably be able to tell the story a whole lot better. Oh, but like, what is be for an hour talking to you. Oh. You're around a tape talking to him. I know, no, no, no. I love it, man. Okay. I tell people all the time. These conversations be more for me sometimes than yeah. than, than the viewers, man, oh, yeah. because uh, I get a lot out of it just hearing people's story. Like, yeah. did, did he ever talk to you about some of the struggles that he he had in his in his early days of starting? Um, uh, he did. He told me that, you know, always take care of the customer. Yeah. He said, uh, without the customer, there is no business. Absolutely. He said, but make sure, and all entrepreneurs need to make sure it's about profit first. Okay. You don't want to get involved in a situation where you're 
so involved and so motivated that you forget to get paid. Yeah. You need to realize, hey, this is how much money I'm going to make. This is how much money I have to spend. Yeah. So a lot of entrepreneurs, like like you said, it's, a, it's easier now. Yeah. The bank, credit unions, they'll give you enough money <laughs> to hang yourself. Yeah. But you need to make sure <laughs> profit first. You yeah. can't go into a bank and say, hey, I need a quarter of a million because I have this business idea. <laughs> they're going to be like, well, how do you plan on making this money? Yeah. The first thing they're going to ask you is, how are you going to make money? Where, how much money have you made? How much experience do you have? Yeah. yeah. So for me, it was coming out of Southwest was gaining the hands-on experience. Okay. Uh, gaining more certification. I still have to get a certification that expires at the end of this year. Okay. I got it in 2016. Mm. So IT was a field that forced you to always continue to learn. Yeah. Uh, it's almost like golf. Uh, you're never going to be great at golf. You might have a couple shots you can hit. I can put from 10 feet away, but something that you're always going to have to dedicate time to, to learn. You have to be a dedicated learner. For sure. So look, man, I, I, I didn't grow up in a house with entrepreneurs. So I'm always intrigued when I talk to individuals that grew up with entrepreneurs. What did that look like, man, for you? What are some man. of the, like, the valuable lessons that you, because of course, once you're going through it, you don't realize these right. are valuable lessons. My daughter right now, she don't understand, you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. how different certain things are for her because mm -hmm. her parents are entrepreneurs. Right. Uh, and, you know, our our way of teaching her is different because we see things a little bit different. Uh, but now that you're, you know, older and you can go back and you can look at, like, some of those life lessons, what are some of the, the things that you didn't realize he was teaching you at the time but are valuable to you now? Well, it started with my granddad. He was... Um used to run, used to drive trucks for this company called Gordon back in the 1970s. And okay. a black man in, in the mid-70s making $40, $50 an hour was what I heard of. Yeah. So it started with him. He retired, and he said, hey, I like to work. He was addicted to working, so he began to sell produce. He was a okay. produce man. He would go around to your beauty shop, your barber shops, community centers, okay. just selling produce. Yeah. And I think it rubbed off of my dad was to learn how to be a risk taker, stand up on your own. <laughs> Don't be ashamed of being successful yeah. and betting on yourself. And it rubbed off on me uh, because those two men, my granddad and my dad, no matter what age I was, they talked to me and treated me like a man. Okay. Uh, I feel like a lot of uh, people in our community kind of hide things from our kids. Okay. Um, as far as what it takes to be successful. Yeah. They yeah. say, all they say is, you know, go to school, learn this. Mm -hmm. But they don't tell us after we go to school and learn this, yeah. how to be successful. You know, after finishing everything, you're like, well, how do I balance a checkbook? Yeah. What is taxes? What is business credit? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is personal tax? What is business tax? Mm -hmm. A lot of entrepreneurs my age and your age and older don't figure this stuff out until it's sitting in our lap and we're like, oh. This is what I need to do to be successful. Absolutely. But I, I thank those two men. My granddad isn't here with us anymore, but I thank my dad every day yep. for treating me like a man mm -hmm. and not, I would like to say, little boy man, just giving me the yeah, luxury yeah. and just saying, hey, here's a lump sum. He's like, hey, this is how you run a business and, and leading by example. Yep. It takes a great leader. You know what's so cool about it, man, is... Uh, I met your dad uh, at the golf <laughs> tournament. He hit a hole in one. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, this is a good dude. I need to play with him. Man. Maybe my golf game will get better. Yes. But, you know, that was the only time I've ever met your father. But knowing you, being in a relationship with you, being friends with you, mm -hmm. and hearing that story inspires me 
because that's my goal too, man, to, because as an entrepreneur, I didn't learn a lot of these things until right. I was in the thick of things, you know. Uh, but I know for my daughter, I would love for her to have that same perspective yeah. and understanding that you have yeah. when she gets your age because of the standards and things like that that I that I set for her. Mm-hmm. So what's your role in the company, man? Um, I am the COO, project okay. manager. I, I got to do everything, yeah. man. Um, and that was my question. Like, what, is your, what does your day look like? My day looks like, so first of all, I do want to say this. If you're an entrepreneur, and I'm going to get back to that question. If you're an entrepreneur, you need to create a system. Yeah. Don't create a system or a schedule. You're wasting time and you're spinning your wheels Mm -hmm. and your company will run you. Yeah. You won't run the company. I've been there. (laughs) Not only will you work for the company, the company will run you. Yeah. So uh, what we do is we create a system. To where in out and inside of the one business, which is complete computer services, that's just the umbrella. Okay. We also have a on-site. Uh, so we have four vans. Okay. That uh, with two technicians, and we're able to go out to your home, go out to your business, and service you. Okay. That's just one side of the business. We also have a retail storefront that's on Poplar and Highland. Okay. Uh, that you're able to walk up, bring your laptop, desktop, anything. We're able to repair it. Okay. Or we're able to service it right there. Then we have an in-house hardware store right behind it um, that we repair all our laptop, desktops. Okay. And we have five remote techs that are able to remote from Memphis, Tennessee, throughout the country okay. uh, to service anybody. We have, um, we're able to service companies in South Carolina, Georgia. Uh, we have at least a dozen companies in the state of Texas. How Florida. You guys are busy. <laughs> but I, I will not complain. I asked and prayed for this. Yeah. So uh, I told God, Lord, give me as much as I can bear. Yeah. Uh, but thank you. I'm glad. Bless what it's called. Bless busy and book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm busy and book. <laughs> yeah. uh, I make time for all of my customers. Um, and yeah, that's basically it. It's one company name, but we have five to six businesses that we yeah. run underneath that. And um Basically, what I do is, back to that question, uh-huh. is I'm the project manager, COO. I go basically over operations. I okay. Any projects, we go through estimates. I go through that. Uh, my technicians, I supervise them, make sure everything is ran um, great. So basically, the morning is, I wake up early, like you said. I yeah. create a morning routine. I wake up between 5.30 and 6.30. Yeah. I wake up, don't open my phone. Only time I open my phone is to... Stop the alarm. Uh, yeah. Look at my emails. No text message, no calls. <laughs> that means everything is good as yeah. far as putting out fires. You, know? <laughs> you might wake up and, hey, a storm just blew out the, the ceiling, of the roof of my building. I have no internet. Yeah. They call me. Yeah. Um, I check my phone. I try to work out. Fix me a good breakfast. <laughs> call and check with my technicians. I at least in-house we have four technicians. Okay. Uh, outside of there, we have about another five on subcontract. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I check with them, make sure they're on time, make sure they're up, and then go out the night before and enjoy yeah. it a little too much. <laughs> so I'm I'm bouncing yeah. all, outside of myself. I'm bouncing everything else. Um, and what else do we do? We do uh, you know, that's get, getting everybody on time and make sure everybody's ready to work. Yeah. But learning everything started from when I came out of college. My dad will make sure I knew how to do everything. He would give me grunt work, I would like to say. Okay. Hey, son, take out the trash. Yeah, yeah. Teaching me responsibly to take the trash out. Make sure the bathrooms are clean. Uh-huh. 
little stuff like that made me appreciate where I am today. Mm -hmm. um, you know, go through the hardware, do inventory. I want to know what do we have all in store. So I want double spin on buying new inventory. You don't realize, back then I was like, man, why is he punishing me? Yeah. But now I, when I, I'm an adult business owner, I realize that's part of the business. Value if I have money in-house, I wouldn't go out and spend it. Yeah. So uh, I'm grateful for the process. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. So I, I know once in, in TV, once you look at TV, like legacy businesses mm -hmm. and things like that, whenever uh, the next generation takes over, there's that overlap to where the, the the new generation doesn't have the opportunity to put their own fingerprint on right. the business. Like, what does that look like for you, man? Well, it's a struggle. It's a struggle for me and my dad because not only do we share the same name, yeah. but, man, we are just alike. <laughs> ambitious. A lot of people call us hard-headed, but I don't think yeah. we're hard-headed. We just <laughs> feel like our idea is a little bit better. It's going to work. Yeah. But uh, what it took was for both of us to put our pride to the side. Okay. Learn to communicate. He's not only just my dad. He's my business partner. Okay. So if I have an idea and say I want to spend this amount of money on inventory because I saw it on social media or I saw another company do it, yeah. I can't just run out and press a button mm -hmm. and go ahead and do it. Let me communicate with my business partner, not For sure with my dad, yeah. and say, hey, this is the idea I have. He might be like, hold on. We're not ready for that. Yeah. We'll think about it. I'm mm -hmm. like, okay. He might come with me, which he doesn't have to. Yeah. He does because of the relationship we do have and say, hey, this is what I'm thinking about. Mm -hmm. What do you think about this? And he respects me enough as a man and as part of, a bit, part of the business to say, hey, let me respect his ideas too. Yeah. And uh, I feel like you need to have that common ground. A lot of people say, don't go in business with family. Yeah. I say, something wrong with your family. Something wrong with your family. Because, you know, it takes nothing but... Uh, uncomfortable conversation yeah being an adult and realize hey me and you we have the same goal so let's see what works yeah i'm a, i'm behind you 100 son i'm 100 i'm behind you 100 father yeah let's see what works hey it don't work let's step back and what does for sure and if i take lead he right behind me if he takes a lead i'm right behind him and also my mom is a a great part of the company as well she's okay. our bookkeeper okay she's okay great with money yeah. Very good with money. Um, very a rational thinker. Okay. Me and my dad, we were, uh, we're very ambitious. Even though my dad is 50 something, he likes to say that um, <laughs> he's still ambitious to this day. He's still hungry. And, and I'm, I have that same hunger as well. Yeah. My mom is like, hold on. How much money are we making? How much money are we spending? Uh -huh. So she's the police on making sure everybody get paid. Yeah. So she's a valuable piece of our company. That's cool. Have you ever read, uh, the email? I haven't. Yeah, that all there. So it's about uh, I think the guy's name is Michael oh. Michael Gerber or okay. Michael Green or something like that. Okay. But the book, the whole premise of the book is systems. Yes. Uh, but he breaks it down in his book and he talks about there's three people that work in the business. You have the entrepreneur, you have the manager, and you have the technician. Mm -hmm. And I, the reason I said that is because as I'm listening to you and you talk about the different dynamic between you, your dad, and your mom. You guys are all three of those roles. Your mom is more of the sounds like the manager that keeps you guys on track. And you and your dad, down, yeah, you and your dad balance between the entrepreneur and the technician because mm -hmm. the entrepreneur is always casting a dream, always wanting more. But then the technician is the person who actually has to do the work that the entrepreneur comes up with. I need to borrow that book. Oh yeah, and you got to give it to me. When get get it, man. It's a great book. It's another one that kind of parallels it. It's called Built to Sell. Mm. Uh, and it talks about the same thing. And honestly, um, you kind of hinted on this with the systems piece. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, 
I, I made a tweet not too long ago that said, uh, if you're too busy to build systems, you'll always be busy. What is your perspective on systems? How do you guys identify areas in the business that you say, okay, this is causing us a problem. We need to systemize this. Like, what is that thought process? It was creating a system that's universal. Okay. Uh, it was when the business was growing because it's easy to communicate between A and B. Yeah. When you have to communicate F, yeah. it needs to be a universal system. He okay. needs to know, we have a, uh, what is it called? A CRM. Okay. Basically, it's a schedule for today. Okay. For the next day, and the next day, next week. Yeah. Uh, so the, all those businesses that I mentioned, the in-house, the remote, the on-site mm -hmm. projects, and the ones that are done, they're all color-coded. Okay. And they're named, uh, and, they're, they're, and they're placed in priority. Yeah. So we do have customers that are on residual, they're mm -hmm. monthly. So they are a little bit higher on that list. And we, we try to take care of everyone. We say, hey, uh, one of my technicians uh, say, hey, what's the deal with this? He's mm -hmm. assigned to that. So we have the, um, we might say, hey, this is a remote ticket. Yeah. It's remote number five. This is the issue. Email issue, printer right. issue. Mm. Who is it assigned to? Okay. So it doesn't matter if I walk in and check it. Okay, I know what this person is doing at this time. Yeah. Even if we bring another technician on board and we train them, it, sh it should be a seamless training. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't be, hey, I can't figure this out because you know what? Your system is messed up. Yeah, yeah. So I know a lot of lot of entrepreneurs that are stressed out, mm -hmm. uh, overworking themselves. Yeah. And I mean, it created so much peace for us as entrepreneurs. When we created that, yeah. we said, we were sleeping at night. We were, yeah. we were able to go to the golf course without worrying about a fire starting at the office. Yeah. Like, hey, system is running. Uh, we have a life day Friday. And that's how business is supposed to run, man. It's not supposed to run. It's not supposed to run you. Yeah. You know, you run. It's supposed to benefit you. Absolutely. I love it, man. Uh, we only getting better. I want to say it's perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, every 90 days, we change something up. Mm -hmm. We do this. We implement something that makes us better. I feel like everybody should do that within their life, whether um, you're a trainer, uh, you do shoes for a living, you restore shoes. Yeah. Uh, you're an athlete. Mm -hmm. If something didn't work, during the season, on the off season, implement this new training method. Yeah. This may change my entire game for sure. next year. Yeah. That's how we look at it. Me and my dad are athletes. He played in high school. I played in high school. Okay. And for us, I hate to say this, but business is like sport to us. Yeah. It's just competitive. For we're, sure. We're competitive already. Yeah. Um, now, you don't apologize for that, man. That's yeah. As me and, and as entrepreneurs, you know, that's that's a part of it. Oh, yeah. And not that you're competing to beat somebody, no, but no. you're competing with yourself to get better. Every day is 1% better. At least that's how I look at it. How can I get better, you know what I'm saying, every single day? Man, tech is a multi-hundred billion dollar industry. Mm -hmm. I can't make all the money. Yeah. I wish I could, I, <laughs> but I can only get my piece of the pie, control what I control. Yeah. It took me a while to get to, to this point because yeah. I would get uh, intimidated mm -hmm. by other companies outside of the city and whatever. I'm like, we should be doing this. We should yeah. be doing that. But I'm realizing... Hey, God wants you to manage what you have now, Marcus. Yeah. Then he'll bless you with a little bit of more. And control that, Absolutely. manage that, master those skills, and God will give you a little bit more. You have to be, I wouldn't say satisfied, but you have to be almost content okay. with what God blesses you with mm -hmm. and master that. And 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 know what you have inside of you, you are enough. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And, and what I'm doing is the right thing, and it's what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. 
And and that's a that's an interesting perspective, man. Because I, I feel like as entrepreneurs, we all kind of go through that, and it's just a progression. You know, yeah. you learn, you grow, you learn, you grow. Mm -hmm. uh, because I look at competition the same way. Like it's we can't, I can't do. I'm not the you know, I can't interview everybody. Uh, and there's other yeah. podcasts out there that's great, but I look at those, I evaluate them, I try to figure out what they're doing. Can we incorporate some of that stuff? And if we're not in a position to, that's fine. It goes on the vision board. You know what I'm saying? That's what we aspire to do. You have to, I, I would say we're not just an IT company. We're a niche company. Okay. We cornered the market and we created something that, Kevin, I feel nobody in the country does. Okay. All of our services we do, I pride, me and my dad, we pride myself on never saying no. Okay. We value ourselves as being resourceful. Mm -hmm. If somebody walk up to me and say, hey, I need an electrician. Yeah. I know an electrician. Take my online information. Yep. Scan, scan my doc card. Uh, give me a call. I got a guy for you. Yeah. Always knowing someone and building relationships and cultivating relationships. Yeah. It's key. Always being available. Mm -hmm. Best ability is availability. Okay. I like love that. that one right there. I'm about to tweet that one out tomorrow. The right. best. I've got to write that down. One and a two. Yeah, two for sure. Three. That's the number one. Avail best ability is availability. If you're not available, to make that call and to make the right call in and then when the situation is hot, uh -huh. dog, they're gonna find somebody else. Yeah, yeah. And they wouldn't mind doing it because this is business. Yeah. We're not friends. I don't nobody no knows. Yeah, it's non personal. Right. It's just business. You can't be emotional in this. And and I I learned that as well. You can't be an emotional thinker. You yeah. can always make a mistake. You'll be you'll be spreading destruction. Yeah. How did you, uh, and it kind of transitions me into my next question mm -hmm. for you, and it's about continuing education, because I know in the tech field, there's a lot of continuing education that goes along yeah. with just the skill set. But as an entrepreneur, there's a whole nother continuing education that goes along with mindset. Mm -hmm. What does that look like for you? Both of them are two monsters. You've got to feed it. Yeah. You have to feed it, mm -hmm. and you have to give it its time. With me, it was, I took the technical route. I went... A lot of people say, hey, go to, go to a four-year school mm -hmm. and get your degree. You'll have a job. Yeah. I've witnessed people do it before. No shade to them. I've witnessed them do it before because I pay attention to people yeah. in their situations. And I'm like, okay, I know what not to do. I know mm -hmm. what to do. I seek on my own knowledge just to find out that after going to these four-year colleges, these people, um, you know, will apply for jobs at a big corporations like FedEx or AutoZone that are, that are local. Yeah. And they would turn them away because they had no hands-on experience. Yeah, yeah. So at that time, I felt like I was wasting time. I was 20, 2021. 20, mm -hmm. I felt like I was wasting time because <laughs> in my mind, I've been doing this my whole life. I'm ready to jump on the expressway yeah. and get to the goal. For sure. I'm like, man, I might be wasting my time. Let me go on a more technical path. But like I said, this is what worked for me. Yeah, for sure. Other individuals, this may work for you <laughs> differently. I, I would not say drop out of school and do this. That does not work for everybody. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but you have to do what works best for you. That worked for me. Mm -hmm. And also having one of, not one of, but the best support system. Yeah. You have to have a supportive system. You have to. Man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Without your wife, and we'll say your, your kids too, mm -hmm. you wouldn't be the man you are. You no, wouldn't be able to sit here at this table with me. You'll be... I gotta be with my family because yeah. they need me. Mm -hmm. But they bless you with the opportunity to say, hey, mm -hmm. you go do that. That's yeah. what my parents did for me. My sister as well, she's a uh, 
travel nurse. I was going to let you, he was your sister in the business as well. Man, it, it takes my dad <laughs> to talk about that one too. I'm going to let him get in trouble okay. uh, with that one, talking about my sister. But uh, my sister is blessed. She also did the same thing I did. Everybody benefited off of complete computer service. They had oh. one business gave her the freedom and opportunity to say, what the hell do I want to do with my yeah. life? She said, hmm. She became a nurse. She okay. saw um, that my aunt, my godmother, my mom at one time was in the health field as well. Okay. And then she saw an opportunity to say, hey, this may be what I wanted to do. Yeah. She did it. Uh, she became a nurse 2013. So almost okay. 10 years. Me and her both are 10 years into our profession. Okay. And I would like to say that we're thriving as adults. She yeah. um, has a beautiful son. Shout out to Bo. That's my nephew. Okay. He's a uh, man. He's amazing to see something grow yeah. that uh, he's not my son, but I feel like he's my own. <laughs> hey, bro. I just, you know, as you're, as you're talking about this and, and in my mind, I, I'm visualizing your family. Yeah. Uh, I'm only mentioning your dad, but right. I can, it's, it's just amazing from your grandfather, mm -hmm. you know, the legacy that he started yes. to your dad. to now you, to now your, your, your uh, nephew, nephew. Bo, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Who's going to be able to benefit from this man. That's, yes. that's what it's, that's what it's about. You know what I'm saying? We talk about generational wealth. We talk about the company is equity. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's no greater equity. You know, that business is passed down and it's feeding it will feed generations. Every person that, I wouldn't say last name is Brown, but it yeah. will benefit every person that comes after me and my sister. Yeah. What is your goals for the uh, for the company, man? What, what's next for you guys? For me, I want to become basically a hardware vendor. A hardware vendor. Okay. So, what does that look like? Basically, it's a consulting company. Okay. So if you have a business or a nonprofit organization and you need, let's say you need 100 laptops. And I noticed this market during the pandemic yeah. when all of the schools, everybody needed a laptop. Mm -hmm. Every household did not have barbed wire internet. Um, that, was, that was mind blowing to me. It was mind blowing. Yeah. And I never saw such an open market mm -hmm. in all of these years. It's always been structured or traditional. Yeah. During the pandemic, nothing was traditional. We did what worked, yeah. what was needed. If you bought one, you needed to buy five more. Because mm -hmm. you never knew. Yeah. Market was supply and demand. Yeah, supply yeah, and demand. Yeah. Whoever had it benefited from it. Yeah. Um, but I would like to do that. I would like to be um basically a consultant on hardware. Okay. Basically, if you need a hundred laptops, you come see Marcus. Okay. We know Marcus Anel has it. he can get it to you. But um I would like to just grow and cultivate the company as well. Gotcha. Uh, I spoke with the uh, older entrepreneur, older than my dad. I think uh, this gentleman is 70, 75. I met him at the country club. We were okay. just talking and I walked up to him. I already knew him because he was an entrepreneur. He was a customer of ours. Mm -hmm. And uh, I asked him, I was like, sir, I said, I know you're an entrepreneur. So what advice would you give a young entrepreneur in my situation? He knows my situation as far as being a second gen, yeah. taking over a company. He said, call me Lil Marcus. Okay. So anybody can me Lil Marcus, Kevin, they know me, know me. I'm sure. I don't like to be called Lil by Lil Marcus, <laughs> by anybody that don't know me. Call me Fitz, Fitzgerald, or just call me Marcus. Yeah. But he called me Lil Marcus, so we're very comfortable. Gotcha. Basically peer to peer, mm -hmm. even though he's about 60 years older than me. Yeah. He said, with your opportunity, you have no time to waste. Yeah. He said, but you have a luxury to grow and cultivate the company. Mm. And he said, don't screw up. Yeah. That's the last thing you're talking about. Don't screw up. That's some great advice. Yeah. Cultivate. And uh, 
stuck with me ever since. And I've been, that just set me on expressway to just figure out what ways can I grow the company? Yeah. Can I do this? But I thank God for my dad because he knows what I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. He knows that I go hundred miles per hour, not reckless, yeah. but I'm, I'm there, I'm on time. I work seven days a week, Kelvin. Okay. I'm dedicated wow. to this company. I'm dedicated to my clients. And he's like, oh, let me slow you down. And he's teaching me patience. Yeah. I had no patience. Man, bro, this is <laughs> this is amazing, bro. No like, patience. This this is the this is the difference maker, you know, in yeah. in generational wealth. You have, you know, a, a healthy circle and environment, bro, that you can call and you can pull on so many different people to keep you in alignment. Right. This is what it looks like. This is yeah. what it's supposed to look like, bro. Um and this is a good time for, to take the gloves off okay. because, you know, we talked about the company. We mm -hmm. talked about some of the things that you guys are the amazing things that you guys are doing, mm -hmm. but man, there's entrepreneurs on the other side of the camera. Right. And a lot of them are trying to figure out how do I grow? How do I start, you know what I'm saying? A legacy business that I can pass down, but they're stuck. You know what I'm saying? And I'm a strong believer. I say this a lot. A lot of people know the one or two things that they can do, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Right now that will change their lives. But it's not about what you do. It's about what's stopping you from doing what you know. Right. So, man, I want to I transition and see if we can tap into, like, the mindset of an entrepreneur, bro. What, what, what you think of mindset and entrepreneur, man? What, what comes to mind to you? One word. Lifestyle. Lifestyle. Explain it to me. So, people, a lot of people think, I work this nine to five. I just need to save up enough money. I'm going to quit this job. I'm going to never have to work again. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> you, you're going to have to work for the majority of your life. Yeah. Uh, whether it's, now it's your choice to whether how you work. For sure. Whether you work hard, smart, or in the wrong direction. Yeah. I know a lot of young entrepreneurs that work in the wrong direction. Okay. They uh, take advice from people that don't love them unconditionally. Mm. Oh, go go to this credit union and uh, apply for this loan. Yeah. Why would you tell that person apply for this loan, but they don't have the education on how to make the money or pay the money back for that. Yeah. Uh, so my first thing to tell entrepreneur is learn as much as you can. Knowledge is free. Yeah. Hustle is sold separately. Okay. Okay. So learn as much as you can about what you want to do. Yeah. And um, I might say this, it might sound a little backwards. Not all time that never go into something that you think you're good at. Okay. Um, thinking that you're going to profit from it. Okay. Uh, go into something that you believe in and that you can service. Okay. Number one key thing for me and for our company was the service. Okay. Hence the name Complete Computer Service. Yeah. Um, it's easy to sell you a laptop, mm -hmm. give it to you, you go home. But you go home, you don't even know how to turn the thing on. Yeah. We provide that service. Gotcha. We show you how to turn it on. We show you where's the internet browser. How, how this function works, yeah. how you can do that, how to print out a document, mm -hmm. how to set up your printer. So I would say my advice, and this might be a little biased, nah. but go into a field that you can provide a service with. Okay. Uh, don't always go with uh, the product. Yeah. Uh, because me and I, my experience is walking into my client's business, and I'm, I just want to say this, tech runs the world. Yeah. Can't run a business without tech. Not not today. <laughs> not at all. You, I don't know anyone that is successful without it. Yeah. The best feeling I get is when I walk into a business, they can't work. Mm -hmm. 
employees can't work. Mm-hmm. They can't print checks. They can't make money. Yeah. They can't check their emails. You know why? They have no internet. Yeah. Their hardware is messed up. So for me to come in and be so valuable on the service. Yeah. Well, I haven't, haven't sold them a product yet, mm-hmm. but be so valuable and knowledgeable on the service end to say, hey, calm down. Yeah. Get your drink of water. <laughs> we're here. We're going to take care of it. We're going to get to the bottom of it. For sure. And you give them that comfort to where they're like, Thank right. God, Marcus, you're here. I'm so glad to see you. You know, you think you walked in with a bag full of million dollars, yeah. but I'm, I'm just walking in with knowledge and service. Yeah. We come in, we service it. Everything's working. That business is now making money. Yeah. Uh, I tell a customer, uh, a new customer uh, or business owner that we walk into and their cables are everywhere. They're, uh, Business is only, in my mind, in my eyes, their business is only running at 60 to 70%, 80 and max. Okay. And I come in and say, hey, um, if you trust me and you buy into what I am selling this service, give me two to six weeks, I can maximize your profits on your business. I could push it up 50 to 60%. Wow. And they look at me like I got four heads Mm -hmm. and I just said the craziest thing. I said, give me four to six weeks. Trust me. Yeah. And believe what I am saying, I've done this time over time over time again. Yeah. You believe in me, I believe in you. Sure. Believe what I know, I could help you make more money. Yeah. I did that with a young lady that was referred to me. I met her yesterday, actually. Okay. Met her yesterday afternoon, walked through her building. I said, okay, um, what do you need? Yeah. Well, I need cameras. Uh, cameras don't work. My pipes burst over the harsh winter weathers that we yeah. had. Um, I said, okay, let me look at everything. I said, okay, um, give me four to six weeks, mm-hmm. uh, maybe less than that. And we'll get this thing up and running and, um, uh, I, I, I can help you out make more money. Yeah. And she has a, a beautiful business, but in my eyes, I'm like, I need to work with you. Yeah. I, I want to hang my hat and say, Hey, I work with that business and that business is now running better because of my company service. Yeah. So that's me helping people. For sure. That, that, that's where my heart is, man. <laughs> I like to see people smile. I like to see be, people be profitable. Yeah. And especially people working in a field that they believe in. That's mm-hmm. another thing. You have to believe in what you're selling. Yeah. If I don't believe in what I'm selling, I would not be sitting here. Right. I, I would be at, a, at someone's job. Yeah, I can tell, man. It comes yeah. through. It comes through once you talk about it. You have to it. believe in what you're selling. Yeah. Uh, whether it's service, product, if, you, if you're a car salesman, Person has to believe that this is the best truck, best car on a four wheel. Yeah, That's and exactly. and the reason why they buy that truck, they may they may hate that truck. Let me pull this up. I want people to get out. Oh, right. this is they may hate good. that truck or that product that you're selling. Like, I, mean, I don't like Dells or I don't like uh, HPs. I don't like Lenovo's. But you know what? I'm gonna buy it because Marcus, I like you. Yeah, I like your service. I like that. I like to say that dog in you. Yeah, that that that. that that you're selling. I like, I, I love it. Yeah. I, and I had a customer say, I feel good paying you. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody yeah. feels good paying nobody. But nobody loves to know yeah. the MLG and W and say, all right, here's $300 a month. Comcast, here's 150 bucks a month. Mm-hmm. Nobody feels good about that for, but for someone, not just someone, but a business owner, we know how tight money is for a business owner month yeah. to month. But them to say, hey, I feel good about paying you because yeah. 
your services. I know you're gonna take care of me. I know that's I know you my boy. You that's a you huge my guy. Yeah. You're gonna take care of me, Marcus. Yeah. And and that's what it's about. It's it's about the service, man. For sure. But yeah. For sure. And man, it's it's a crazy because a lot of these businesses that you're describing, I was in the t shirt industry for a decade. Mm-hmm. And we would have, you know, outages and stuff like that. I'm not gonna yeah. throw any company names out there. Oh, yeah. It was impossible. Don't to do get it. A tech. I'm probably business partner. <laughs> <about That's> <laughs> I'm not gonna say no name, but it was impossible right. to get back on the run. And like you said, bro, people gotta realize as entrepreneurs, that's what we live off of. Yeah. That internet is down. However, however long, we're losing money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We can't pay employees. We got debt, especially when you're in a deadline-driven business. Oh, yes. We had deadlines. And, yes. and when those computers and stuff went offline, we had to call customers. And it wasn't uh, a pretty conversation. And, and then you have to pray that you have a customer that's understanding. Yeah. yeah. Some, everybody's not understanding. Like, man, I don't care. Yeah. I've been ready to get paid Friday, man. I got bills to pay, too. For sure. So, man, you, you have to um, know what you're selling have to be knowing okay. and knowledge man it's a monster yeah. um i haven't even mentioned having a, a back end to afford everything i just said knowledge and service those are the foundation i feel like for every field okay. you have to have knowledge and service yeah and relationships those yeah. are three let's put that down <laughs> knowledge service and relationships okay i wouldn't be anywhere without those three yeah i feel like i want to hone in on this relationship piece man yes. because uh Coming from, you know, the background uh, with your family, mm-hmm. I know that you guys have a lot of key, you know, relationships. What does that look like for you? Because one of the things you said uh, that I jotted down was you was talking about entrepreneurs taking advice from people that don't necessarily, you know, care about them in a way that they should be taking advice mm-hmm. from them. Uh, which led me to believe that you have a lot of people around you that, oh, man, yes. you know, that you take advice from. What does that look like, bro? Well, to have a great you're... circle. You're one of them. You whether you realize it or not, we was in that golf cart at uh, um, Mikhail Lowry's tournament for what? Uh-huh. We were playing a scramble. It was like five or yeah. five and a half hours. Yeah, yeah. But you you spoke to me on how you ran your business and how you were able to you know sell your business and and, and go on and do other business ventures. That mm-hmm. expi- inspired me as well, and I, I took that and put it with me. Yeah. Whether you realize it or not, uh, I have great friends. I have uh, my lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, one thing I always tell her what attracted me to her was besides her being very beautiful, uh-huh. loving was, um, she works in it field too. Okay. She's a, uh, systems engineer for a fortune 500 company. Okay. She has at least uh, a dozen technicians under her that she manages. Okay. That turned me on about her. How I, I was, <laughs> I was like, Hey, when is the next day? Yeah. Where are we going? Sure. You know? So, um, but her, you know, us communicating, bouncing ideas off of each other. I called her um, just on, hey, how should I deal with this customer? Okay. Because I know that she manages people all day. Yeah. She basically, you know, she knows what I go through. She's like, hey, just calm down. See what this will do. Yeah. Let me give you this advice. And it's just a calming. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's, it's about that great support system. Yeah. Minus my, how great my dad, mom, sister, my great brother-in-law who is – as a brother to me, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, didn't realize that I would be gaining a brother, yeah, an actual brother that loves me unconditionally. With my sister got married. Okay. I when I was younger, I was looking at all of the stuff I was losing, yeah, and not the stuff I was gaining. My brother-in-law is a great example of how to be a great man, a great father. And I'm like, hey, I'm gonna take that from you and put that with me. I want to implicate some of the things that you're doing with my life. And when I become a husband. Yeah. And a father. So that, that I mean, that's real right there. Yeah. I yeah. love that guy. 
for what he did. He didn't have to do it. A lot of a lot of black men don't. Yeah. But he did. He did, man. He's yeah. a great guy. Yeah. And surround myself with those people about positive that's very positive and that's doing positive things. Yeah. So yeah. So and I got a couple more questions for you, man. I'm gonna hold you too long, but I, I want to hone in. I don't talk about an hour, Kevin. You straight. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hone in on this networking piece, right? Uh, what you think? Because because I want to help people that's trying to grow their business and they don't know the first, the second, the third step to take. Mm -hmm. uh, for me, I tell people all the time, I wasn't a, a, a great salesman, but mm -hmm. my ability to network and build relationships was really what helped the business grow. Uh, service, doing great customer service, creating a good product, right. and people continue to come back. Mm. So for you, uh, as the COO, uh, I know a lot of responsibility uh, lies on your shoulder to bring in new business and things right. like that. What does that look like for you? Do you rely on sales? Do you do networking? I know you golf, you're in a country club. Mm -hmm. Like, How does all of that tie into you know the bottom line and bringing on more customers? You, you have to have, if you don't already, have to have an outgoing personality. Okay. It can't be, I'm to myself, I'm only to myself, I only deal with this one group of friends. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest with you, Kevin, I got about six group of friends okay. that I deal with. Time and time again, I might mix them, mm -hmm. but I have five group of friends that I deal with. Okay. Um, it's all about being outgoing. Yeah. They have to know your personality. Mm -hmm. Know that, hey, this is a good guy. Yeah. I have friends that, I'm not ashamed to admit, has not done business with me. Yeah. Uh, and, and a lot of time, I want to tell this to the young entrepreneurs, friends do not have to do business with you. They are not required. That does not come with the agreement on yeah. being a friend. Like, Absolutely. I have to buy this from this person because he's my friend. Man, I don't have to spend money with you. Mm -hmm. it, but it, every time they do send somebody my way, it's always honor because yeah. nobody has to do it. Absolutely. So it, it's always um, being an outgoing and every time be around somebody, Make sure you're cool. Yeah. You don't want to be an on edge type of person. For sure. You you want to be look a person as a man. I, I it's the only only way I can speak of. I can't speak yeah. on being a woman. <laughs> as a man, I have to look you in your eyes. When yeah. I shake your hand, look you in your eyes. Yeah. You know, I'm not a, you know, I'll make sure they know what type of person Marcus Brown II is. Mm -hmm. Marcus Brown II is about business. Yeah. Now this is one thing that annoys my friends, my girlfriend. Is man, I can be in the middle of love, yeah. in the VIP section, selling. Yeah, I'm giving you my information. <laughs> you say you run a business. Yeah, you need to talk to me. Yeah, we need to do business together. Mm -hmm. We need to do lunch together. Yeah, uh, we were. It doesn't turn out. Man. It doesn't yeah. turn out. That's why I said lifestyle, man. Mm -hmm. And it, 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 and I only learned to turn it off around when we do family dinners. Yeah, we don't talk about it. Okay, that's one thing. If you have a family business, have that on and off switch with your yeah. family. Yeah, I don't want to be sitting. At the Thanksgiving table, talking about this customer that you know, yeah, me, me, my dad, and my mom have that understanding. Is when we if we go to church together, we eating dinner at a nice restaurant, anything. Mm -hmm. We're not we're not talking shop. Yeah, yeah. We don't talk shop. Now, I talk to my dad every day. Yeah, Monday through Sunday, he called me or I call him when he answers the phone, <laughs> he, he, you know, my dad gets on a golf course for four and a half hours. Yeah. I guess he just disappears. Uh -huh. He's earned it. He's earned it. <laughs> he earned it. But you know, I, I, if I call you, yeah. it's a, it's something serious. Mm -hmm. I might just text him. Well, he trusts you too. He knows. He trusts me. Man. Man. He definitely does. And, uh, but yeah, so it, it's all about that having that on and off switch with yeah. your family. 
That's man. It, and it's it's so funny because me and Alton, so we do a show. I love Alton. That's my guy. Cool, cool. Yeah, guy. you just missed him. He was up here early, okay. man. We used to uh, record another episode that's coming out. But uh, we was talking about that too, man. It's the ability to live in the moment is yeah. the reason we do everything that we do. But the working hard, the getting up, you know, building the business, it's because you want to live in the moment. But when we was talking about it, is a lot of times we deny ourselves. You know, I'm my daughter. She's never known me to work a job, you know. She's only known me to work for myself, similar to you, mm-hmm. your dad. And so I feel like I'm checking that box out because I'm there all the time. Every right. school event, you know, all of these, I'm at the house, you know, all of that stuff. But mm-hmm. sometimes we not present. So you say something right. that was key, man, that learning how to turn this switch off. Yeah. Because sometimes you just got to be in the moment. That's what yeah, we work hard for, right. man, because those are the memories that once you get older, you know what I'm saying, that you look back on. And if you never slow down to be in the moment, what are you doing it for? Right. You know what I'm saying? That's my my theme right now. I'm, I'm only 29 years old, no kids, yeah. not married. I want to work as hard as I can right now because I know next, when I turn 39, yeah. company be able to run itself. I have a, hopefully a few kids, mm-hmm. wife, successful business. I won't have to work as hard. Yeah. Working hard now so I can relax later. And bro, that's, that's wisdom, man. And that's one thing that... I've noticed just through our conversation, mm-hmm. bro, you're wise beyond your, you know what I'm saying, your years on thank this you, earth. Thank you, I appreciate it. And that. you know where it comes from, you know what I'm saying, generations of wise men that are right. according to you. Your, 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 your nephew and your kids are going to be that right. much wiser because of it, man. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was something that I was going, uh, I was taking it, uh, it totally slipped my mind. But look, we uh, we running up on an hour, man. Yeah, I don't wanna... It didn't feel like it, man. Yeah, we yeah. fun. I, I, I enjoyed talking about entrepreneurship. I was at one of my uh, favorite lounges. I'm going to give him a plug. I hope it's not bad, but Sticks and Stones. Oh, yeah, yeah. One of my favorite places to go to. Good guys. Another one. Yeah, man. I love those guys. Like another, I feel good spending my money there. Yeah. It's, I got a great feeling spending my money there. Mm -hmm. It's clean, great service, great environment. It's love every time we go in there. They know my guys. It's like, don't feel like we're going to a business. Feel like we're going to somebody's house. Yeah. And I feel great going there. Another place is uh, Fat Charlie's Speakeasy. Oh, yeah. Harbortown. Those are my customers. How, well. how do we be missing each other, man? I don't know, man. Yeah. I, we're mem- I'm members down there, the co- you know. But uh, it, it's a drive for me. But I love going there. Whenever I'm downtown, Harbortown, I'm there, man. And uh, it's like a family environment. Mm-hmm. But uh, back to my point, we ain't. And I, run, I bump into another entrepreneur. We talk business. Yeah. This could be. Friday afternoon, 10 p.m., 11 p.m., mm-hmm. after a great cigar, after a great week, we're talking about next week. We're talking about business ideas. Yeah. And one of my friends, like I said, I have a many groups of friends, and I mm-hmm. mix them. He said, man, Marcus, why are you always talking about business? What else are we going to talk about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about nothing. Yeah. Yeah. We ain't talking about making money. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> We can talk about sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What are we going to do to make some money? Yeah. You, you're talking about opening a daycare? Mm-hmm. Hey, you need to talk to me. Hey, I can take care of you. Yeah. I know the two, man. Me, uh, I got some some guys, man, some friends that we meet once a month and we talk about our goals. But right. the biggest thing that we do is we bring a, a problem that we're dealing with. And we share it with the group, and each person goes around and offers some type of suggestion and solution. And I just love it, man. It's just, it's the, it's, it's, it's I don't know. I mean, like depression. Yeah. Because you realize it's like, like you're hey, solving a complex puzzle. It's like, hey, I'm not the only one that's dealing with yeah. this. I got four other people. I'm like, man, because, you know, as an entrepreneur, you feel singled out. Yeah. Feel like, you know, oh, this didn't go my way. Yeah. 
another entrepreneur that deal fell through on him. Yeah. Oh, I don't feel bad. We're both losers now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. But man, it, it's all about the bounce back. Absolutely. That's what I love. It's all about that get back. Man, look, dude. We got to close this out. This is what I want okay. you to do, man. Um, tell everybody uh, uh, how to keep up with you. Okay. Uh, and also, I, you, you dropped so many gems already, bro. <laughs> this has been a great conversation. We got to do a part two with my dad, man. Oh, man. So he, he, he gonna, he's, he's going to break the timer, man. Yeah. It's okay. That, that guy is, he talking, like I tell you, he talked to me every day, uh-huh. Monday to Sunday, giving me great wisdom. How to be a great man. Yeah. Not only business, but how to be a great man of integrity. Yeah. You know, just to be a stand-up guy. Because I wish I could just walk around with those glasses to record him. Mm-hmm. The man needs his own reality TV show, y'all. <laughs> he is a he's a great man. But yeah. you'll love him as well. I'm looking forward to it, man. Yeah. We gotta set that up for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. But uh any advice, man, like I said, you've already dropped so much wisdom. Mm-hmm. Any last uh advice that you can give to entrepreneurs as you close out, man. Uh, that would be great. Okay. Listen, if you guys have enjoyed this conversation, this conversation, like I've enjoyed this conversation, do me a favor, man. Drop fire, a fire emoji in the uh, in the comments. Let us know that you're vibing out with this and that you got a lot of information out of it. Also, if you like this type of content and you're getting value, hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, so that you can continue to get notified when we uh, roll out more uh, interviews like this. But with that being said, Martin, just look, man. I appreciate you taking time out of your busy right. schedule to do right. this. I know you you guys are running a, a, a super successful company Thank and you. to take your time out, you know, for an hour to come and share your wisdom and knowledge with the viewers, man. Mm-hmm. I greatly appreciate that. I appreciate it. Uh, let everybody know how they can keep up with you and any uh, parting advice that you have. Okay. Uh, you can keep up with me on all social media platforms. Uh, Instagram is Mr. Complete 901. That is Mr. Dot Complete, C-O-M-P-L-E-T-E, underscore 901. Um, what else? Uh, my number, you can call me anytime. I promise you can call me. I, I will answer. Yeah. It's 901-713-2823. Or you can reach out to our office. It's 901-327-8120. We're located at 3445 Poplar Avenue, Suite 10, right behind Buster's Liquor. Everybody know what Buster is. Mm-hmm. So we're right behind there. We'll, we'll gladly service you on anything you need. You don't have to be a small business owner. We take walk-ins. Customers have questions about their laptops. We'll gladly service you. Uh, if you do have a small business or office or anything, we do service phones, printers, okay. uh, internet infrastructure, cameras, we mount TVs. Okay. We do the whole thing. If you have a church, we do audio, video. So uh, we basically hang our hat on their name complete. We we value and say we don't say no to a customer. Mm-hmm. We have a resolution to everything in resolve, man. So cool deal. Man. And any uh parting advice that you have, man? I will. Uh this is outside of business. This is including life as well. Uh find your faith. Keep God in your life and make sure he's number one. Yeah. Uh because business will get hectic. Um and you, you need something stronger than your own beliefs to lean on. And for me, it was the word of God. Okay. It carried me so far. And I know I'm young. I know I'm speaking like yeah, I'm yeah. 50 no, or man. 60, but, you know, um, I've seen a lot and, and been through a lot as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, God has carried me. He's carried me to so many different places that I couldn't even imagine. Yeah. When I thought a customer was going to say no, God said yes. Yeah. And uh, I would say find your faith and uh, get, get into your Bible. If you even if you're not a believer, just focus in and, and read and try to understand that. And yeah. that'll help you.
deal with uh, not only everyday life, but it'll help you deal with business. Yeah. I can't, think of that, man. Look, I can't think of a better way to close it out, man. Again, God, God is one. It has been an honor to sit here, man, and Thank listen you. to your story, bro. You, you're brilliant. You know what I'm saying? You're, Thank you. you're wise beyond your age. And I can't wait to talk with your dad because right. I know that, you know, what they say, the apple don't fall too far from the oh, tree, man. man. So you, you got this man. wisdom and knowledge at this age. I know I need to sit up, what, two, three hours aside, man, for, for your dad. <laughs> yeah, you need to catch him in the afternoon. That's okay. That's yeah. okay. Because, man, he has a schedule. To where he doesn't come into the office till about one or two. He always say, I'm I'm working. Yeah. Don't worry, I'm working. But man, yeah, he he is uh he's in pre-retirement mode. Ain't nothing wrong with it, man. But look, if there's anything we can do to help you guys out, man, you just you just say the word, man. We got Thank you, man. I appreciate you again, right, bro. I appreciate it.